A reading from the book of Genesis. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, See, I am now establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that was with you, all the birds and the various tame and wild animals that were with you and came out of the ark. I will establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all bodily creatures be destroyed by the waters of a flood. There shall not be another flood to devastate the earth. God added, This is the sign that I am giving for all ages to come, of the covenant between me and you, and every living creature with you. I set my bow in the clouds to serve as a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow appears in the clouds, I will recall the covenant I have made between me and you and all living beings, so that the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all mortal beings. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, Christ suffered for sins once, the righteous for the sake of the unrighteous, that he might lead you to God. Put to death in the flesh, he was brought to life in the spirit. In it, he also went to preach to the spirits in prison, who had once been disobedient, while God patiently waited in the days of Noah, during the building of the ark, in which a few persons, eight in all, were saved through water. This prefigured baptism, which saves you now, it is not a removal of dirt from the body, but an appeal to God for a clear conscience. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him. The word of the Lord. Dominus Fobuscum, Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Marcum, The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Verbum Domini. Jesus comes here to seek and to save the lost. He doesn't come condemning the world. He comes to save the world and to die 
for love of us. And in this mission of salvation, he is merciful, he is just. And in his mercy, Jesus not only forgives sinners, brings healing to those wounded by sin, but he also shows us the path of victory over sin and evil. And this is what we see here in the gospel today. Jesus, who is led by the Spirit into the desert, is victorious over Satan and his works. So here is Jesus in the desert. Now, if we look back to the Old Testament, you see in the book of Exodus that the Lord brought the Israelites out of Egypt. They having passed through the desert, you know, but they were not faithful to God. And this journey would turn that would 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 most likely have been 40 days, but ended up being 40 years. Jesus relives this. Israel is considered a son of God, the nation, sons of God. Jesus, the son of God, now relives this by going into the desert, showing us that with him, that it is possible to overcome the wiles and the wickedness of Satan. As St. Paul says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And this, this, is it, this is it right here. Here is Christ showing us how to live, how to endure temptation, how to overcome it. And so that's why we go to him for strength. And as Paul says again, we can do all things through him. See, and what's, what's amazing and astounding about the love of the Lord is that like, yeah, you know, God, Jesus, he's, he's divine. No, fully God, fully man, a divine person. But yet he comes as a human. And in the desert, he's fighting the devil as a human. Okay, now we, we would expect, okay, here comes, here comes the Lord. And, you know, he has got this power. We, you know, we think someone with divine, divine authority, divine majesty, that he would use these superpowers. You know, the laser beams would, would come out of his eyes. And yeah, I'm sure he could have did that. Yeah. <laughs> but we can't do that. <laughs> you know, so he wants to suffer like a man, like a human being. And indeed he does. That's incredible love there. You know, that, that's somebody who's, who's, who's really in love with us. Who, like every single one of us, we have a special place right there in his heart. And that's why he, he so willingly does this. Takes on sufferings. Now he's willing to go on substitution for us. Enduring pain. All for love of us. And here, uh, now we have a shortened version of of, the, of, of Jesus being tempted in the desert. 
You know, in, uh, in Matthew and Luke, uh, you know, there, there is more description there. But here, it's very brief. Well, in this time of desert, Jesus, he, uh, he undergoes different kinds of temptation. We see him, you know, being tempted first by, by, the, by the things of the flesh. You know, the devil telling him to turn a stone into bread. And then, following that, you know, Jesus, you know, says, hey, I will give you everything. I mean, the devil tells Jesus, I will give you everything. Give it all to you, all of the world, the majesty of the world. It'll be all yours and your power. Then, you know, he tells uh, Jesus, well, hey, jump off, jump off the edge of the, of, of the temple here. You know, the, the angels will catch you lest you cast your foot against a stone. You know, we're tempting him to presumption. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Go, go do that. And that's how, how the devil comes after us, you know, with, with the flesh, with the pleasures of the body, you know, and, and then wanting to puff us up and give us power. I mean, power could be a very good thing, just like food and pleasure is a good thing. But the devil wants us to take it out of proportion, to go, to go beyond what is natural for us, you know, and what, what is eventually immoral. And then, you know, he will say, well, God will forgive you. Just like he's telling Jesus, lest you strike your foot against a stone, they will catch you. God will forgive you. It's the sin of presumption. And see, the devil never plays fair. You know, he tempts Jesus when he's weak and there in the desert. Jesus responds with the word of God. See, in Jesus, who in his humanity... Yes, he's not using these superpowers, but in humanity, he conquers with humility and charity. That is it there. No, Jesus knows knows who he is. He knows he's fully God and fully man and and a human being. He knows his mission. No, he's in these 40 days, he's in deep prayer with the Father. Now, we read about, about Jesus who would go off to the hills and different places to be alone with the Father. Here's one of those places. He's with the Father, loving the Father. And for love of the Father, he overcomes Satan. See, this, this is the type of love that we, we, we got to be inspired by Jesus. That Jesus, loving the Father, loving us, can overcome the evils and sin of the world. So we have his great love. He's using the word of God. No, and then what we see with Jesus here is that he's surrounded by beasts. It says by wild animals, the, 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 the animals of the desert. There they are. And now Jesus, who, who's, who's all love and all peace, all goodness, you know, kindness and joy and humility, all of that, you know, perfect harmony within himself. You know, and, and, you know, when, when we look, uh, remember, we go back to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 9. You know, it says that when the Savior comes, that, you know, that, that with this, with him, with, his, with the Spirit, with the grace we receive, that things will be in perfect order. The world can, can be in perfect harmony. 
And so here is Jesus as creator, you know, being one with the Father. And, you know, we hear in, in Isaiah 9 again, like, the lion will lay with the lamb. You know, I mean, now, I mean, usually you see the lion trying to eat the lamb. But in the, in, in, in the perfect harmony of God, in the correct order of the world was created, the lion and the lamb are together. And so here is Jesus who is able to be among the beast. There's a, a, some translations that say that, uh, that Jesus, that they accompanied Jesus, that they were with him, around him. But with Jesus, as it says directly here in this translation, were the angels, the angels of God. See, so here we have Jesus who, he, his body is in the correct order, is moderate, is under, he has self-control. See, this is what, this is what we take on in Lent, is that we seek to control the body to take reign over it. Jesus has that already. No, he's, that's why he has perfect harmony within him. And, you know, during the season of Lent, that's what we're striving for here. That's what we work on. That is a fight of temptation and of future temptations. Now, if we, if we can have self-control, hey, we'll say no to temptation. Think about it. No, we, we were able to control the appetites of the flesh that are screaming, or crying out, hey, come on, indulge. And then here comes a little of the devil. God will forgive you. You can do it. No. So, moderation. You see, the moderation will keep, keep, keep things under control here. And then, you know, we who are fighting temptation, yeah, the angels are with us too. See, that's what we've got to be mindful of, that, is that we're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, what we call the communion of saints, and the most holy of them, the Blessed Virgin Mary, always with us. So, you know, they, she and, and the saints are happy to fight the devil for us. The, 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 the Hail Mary is such a powerful prayer. The, the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. Hey, they will come in. They will help you out when you're being tempted. Ask the Blessed Virgin for prayers. She's our mother. You know, and, and, and the, the, the demons, those in the spiritual realm, have great respect and awe for her because she's so pure. She's the mother of God. Jesus, you know, her, her, she's so pure that, she could have, that, that Jesus could get her, his, her, his flesh from her. You know, and, the, and so they revere her. Those, whether they're, they're the, the good ones and the evil ones. So it's always, always powerful to pray a Hail Mary under times of temptation. And, you know, as we go forward in life, you know, Jesus, Jesus tells us that we're going to be tempted. So he lets himself be tempted. Okay, he's, this, this is just going to happen. This is going to be part of life. Oh, okay, of course, with him, we can, we can overcome. Yeah. Oh, we can do all things through him, as I said earlier. Then, you know, what, what, uh, what, what we got to remember is the promises of God. You know, that God is always faithful to his promises. And Jesus, as, as he, you know, as telling earlier, he's quoting scriptures. See, this is where, where we know where the promises of God are, is in the Bible. 
God's faithfulness, God's love for us. See, and that, that helps us in overcoming temptation. So now we look, we who are fighting temptations, we look to Jesus. Remember, Jesus, he's kind and compassionate to sinners. He knows the struggle because he's been through it himself. Now, this is why St. Paul, or not, sorry, not St. Paul, but, but in the book of Hebrews, uh, says that, that we can confidently go, through the, go to the throne of mercy and grace in time of need. And why is this? Because, because Jesus has, has experienced everything we experience except, well, except for sin. He didn't sin. So here we are. You know, he knows the struggle. No, he knows the pain of it all. And he's always willing and ready to help in time of need. It's a matter of us going to him, seeing what love he has for us, and humbly submitting ourselves to him and to his grace, to his strength. And there we will be strengthened. And then speaking, though, of, of the promises of God, you know, of the word of God, you know, when, when we're tempted. We look at, the, at this, St. Paul tells us that no temptation has ever come upon us that is not um, common to man. You know, he says, but with every temptation, God is faithful, and he will provide a way of escape. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 10. See, hold on to these things. God loves you. God's promises. You know, God's mercy and help in any time of need. And with that, with our cooperation, doing our prayers, our penance, loving, doing all things for love of the Lord, we too can conquer temptation, conquer sin, conquer evil. God bless you all.